Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello. Hello. Amanda. How are you? I am well. How are you? You had a big day yesterday. I did, Brooke. I did. Tell I me went, about it. I went to the see the Taylor Eras tour. It's about time because it was the last Maybe. weekend, I think, that it was in theaters. Okay, this is a really important question for me. Are you serious that it's the last weekend that it was in theaters? Because I want to go back. Well, I I feel like I saw something that, yeah, it was like the last chance to see it. And I was like, oh, Amanda got it right in time. Because we need to go back. Yeah. Fernando needs to see it. The word that kept coming up for me was breathtaking. It was just, I, when it first started, I got chills. I felt like I was going to cry. You know that feeling where something's just like larger than life, Mm -hmm. like fireworks or something like that. That was the experience that I had the whole time. I mean, so, you know, like I have never necessarily considered myself a Swifty. No, that's what I was going to say. Like when you texted me yesterday and used the word breathtaking in all caps, Uh I was like, oh, she's come over to the other side. Yeah. Welcome. So we went, we went with, so Isabel brought two friends and then I brought one of the friend's moms and she was kind of like me. Like she really enjoys Taylor Swift. She knows a lot of the songs. She was excited to go to the movie, but she wouldn't necessarily call herself a Swiftie, I don't think. And that she's crying. She, you know, the whole time. And then we look at each other at the end and she's like, I, I think we're Swifties now. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like going to church. Like I went to church and I feel like I went up to the front and somebody's like put some weird water on on my head or something. And then I was born again. Swifty water. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got the Swifty water. You know what it was? Okay. I have a lot that I want to talk about, but first of all, I was so impressed by just her stamina and her energy. I mean, yeah, it's a three and a half hour show. My, when does she pee? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I have thought about that. I've seen like, there's clips of her changing from, I want to see that. There's like from a 1989 into Evermore, I think, era. And it's like her dancers are putting the longer yellow dress over the sparkly 1989 outfit. And they're helping her put it on while one of them is like holding a cup in front of her of water and she's like taking a sip. So, I mean, it's definitely, it's worked into the show. Like when she takes a sip of water, when, but like, like right. what if she there? I was gonna say what if she has a booger and needs to blow her nose, but there's also what a clip of her. What if she number two? <laughs> what if she ate like you know a little che- too cheesy pizza for lunch? I mean, and that's, things not sitting right. 
But I feel like that's probably part of like her regimented like day right. and diet. I mean, right. I can't believe we're discussing that. I'm sorry, Taylor. I know it's a very personal thing. <laughs> very personal. I mean, but, she yeah. had the longest break that she probably had during the show was about 30 seconds. Well, I will say in the movie, they make it, they, they make it Do a they tighter. tighten it? Yes. Do they tighten it? So in the real show, it wasn't that fast? No. Yeah. Some, some of the breaks in the real show... I think there was this one scene where one of her dancers comes out and does this like interpretive dance over oh. a box that I think ends up being the red era. I forget. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. So there were longer breaks. Okay, I okay, can okay. tell you because I was there. I know you were. Um, but yeah. And like the real show. But again, they also cut a couple of songs out of the movie. They cut okay. out some of those breaks. So in reality, that was a three and a half hour concert. Right. So imagine – I'm just – I'm always amazed by anyone who can sing while they dance. Yes. And like she is moving. She covers every – I am making lots of gestures. <laughs> you are making lots of – She covers yeah. every surface of yes. that entire stage, which is huge. Yes. And it was amazing to see how beautifully choreographed it was mm -hmm. to the sense of like when she stomps here, the stage is going to look like it's cracking here. I want to talk about, I know, I want to talk about her bangs because as someone with bangs, um, you know, I was very interested mm. in what was happening to her bangs as the show went on. Because for me, Within about six minutes of hitting any sort of exercise moment or any sort of humidity situation, my bangs are going to go from, you know, good to bad in six seconds flat. Mm -hmm. Her bangs, they were evolving. They were evolving. They do over evolve. The three mm -hmm. They do evolve. They were evolving. Her hair was evolving. Mm -hmm. You know, it was getting curlier and curlier and curlier. And it made more and more sense because, for, like, it was so cool to watch, like, it, her hair change. Mm -hmm. But, um... I I don't know how I don't know how to do that for my bangs where I can be in a humid situation for three and a half hours and 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 and, and have that be okay. So it's funny that you you say this. We haven't had a chance to talk about this, but my friend Caroline Moss over at the mm -hmm. G Thanks um, podcast and community. I actually had a Zoom call with her last week about something unrelated, but we started talking about the Taylor movie because she mm -hmm. had shared. She was actually at, I think, two or three of the Los Angeles shows. Whoa. And she said that she was also very intrigued by the yeah. bangs. Yes. And she would notice like after Taylor left the stage to change costumes and change mm -hmm. eras that sometimes when she came back, her bangs looked straighter. So, mm -hmm. her, so her theory is that there is yes. someone yes. that is going over it <laughs> with a flat iron to fix and the some bangs. dry shampoo, perhaps. Maybe some dry shampoo. Yes. I mean, this is why I am predicting that in the next couple of months, or maybe not until the whole era's tour is over, which isn't oh. for another year at this point. Can you um, believe that? What's that? Can you believe that? That she's going to like just keep doing this over and I over know. and over again. She's I going mean, to Europe the and then she's coming stamina. back to North America. I mean, she's got some breaks in between, but I predict after the whole thing is over, there's going to be like a three-hour documentary about the whole experience. That, yes. And we're because gonna, I want to – yes. We're going to get to see yes. how the bangs yes. keep banging. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a big focus of mine were the, was the hair. Um, and you know, I'm a big logistics person. Mm -hmm. I love logistics and just the thought of like how all of that happened. I know. 
and got put together. It's amazing. And I did, I, re- I read a, f- a phrase or a quote or something that she did end up giving $55 million in tips to everybody that was involved in all of that, because I can't even imagine the undertaking that that is. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just thought, oh, the last thing I want to say was I was just so impressed by her physical fitness that I actually learned about like how she stays in shape and apparently this body by Simone. Yes, I saw that too. So now yes. Simone is going to be helping us all get us Yeah, so I actually downloaded the BBS, the Body by Simone app because I watched one little clip of her and I thought she was so cute. Okay. Because she's just very real. She's very much like, okay, now we're going to do, you know, three sets of these push-ups. And then at the end of the second set, she's like, never mind, I'm tired. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, okay. I love you. I like her. Body I by like Simone, her. check. So. It's a $19.99 a month app, oh, though. So, yeah. So I don't think I'm, I'm just in the two-week trial right now. But um, I, I was just kind of curious. But it looks really – like it looks like it has like 10-minute workouts and five-minute workouts. I'm like, whatever, I'll have what she's having. Yeah. Like if she – if that's what she's doing and then she can stand up there and do that, like I'll do that too. Well, I would imagine that also like a three-and-a-half-hour show, you know, whatever, four or five nights a week – is a workout. So That'll much. get you in shape. That'll right kind of help you. But, right. Uh, I don't really have time in my schedule for that. No, no. No. And um, yeah, I mean, this isn't strictly a Taylor Swift podcast now, but I just also want to mention that um, a couple weeks ago, 1989 Taylor's version came out, which is yes. the re-recording of the 1989 album, which was, I believe, I always liked her during like Fearless and Speak Now. Um, 1989 was the album that made me a true Swifty. Okay. And I was like, she's a genius. And like, she transitioned to pop so well. This is, I love her. But I will say that the new, the re-recording has been on rotation. And as much as I loved that album, I think I love the vault tracks even more. Oh. And because with all of these re-recordings, she's also releasing additional songs for anyone that doesn't know the from the vault mm-hmm. tracks so mm-hmm. songs that didn't make it onto the album the first time but that she wrote during that period and now she has recorded them they are so good oh okay and okay. she is a poet she is just ugh, i just love well her. remember i don't think i shared it on the podcast but i think i shared it on the facebook group that there's like some university in london or something that has an actual college course Related to basically, you know, dissecting sort of the poetry yeah. of her of her lyrics. Yeah. So I wonder if you could take that class online. That'd be so cool. It's, and just like following, like you said, the logistics of how the tour is falling into place and the background behind some of the songs. And I found this great New York Times article the other day um, via our friend Hillary Ray, her newsletter. She shared a great piece from a writer who went to the concert and like just kind of Mm. explained the Swifty culture and it was so charming and um, it's just so fun to learn all of like the little things behind it. So yeah. I mean, she's just like a, yeah. It's my hobby now. Yeah. Yeah. She's an amazing professional. So I'm learning a ton. Well, speaking of stamina and energy, you were feeling like Wonder Woman this morning. You know, I am Wonder Woman now. Um, My first (laughs) shipment of planners came. So they're going to be kind of spaced out this year. And 
I, you know, but they're all going to be coming in the next couple of weeks because it's November, it's planner season. And typically I get a call about like a half hour or so before they're going to arrive at my storage facility so I can meet them there. Either sometimes Nick comes and helps me. Um, He's not working from home today. Terry was on call. I was like, Terry, you know, when they call me and they're a half hour out, I'm going to call you. But she lives a half hour away. And so I get the call this morning and the guy's like, oh, I'm actually here. Oh. Which is fine because it's closer to my house. But I was like, I'll be right there. So I ran over there and I was like, you know what? It's only one pallet. Usually it's like three pallets at the first delivery. So since they're being spaced out, I'm like, I think I might be able to handle this myself. Terry can't get here in time anyway. So like I just just made it work and Mm – um. I was unloading stuff. I was taking it up to my storage unit. I was putting some in my car. I had to then figure out how to get the wood pallet into my car because my storage Mm. facility will no longer let me recycle them there. And I was just like, everything is figure outable is like the mantra for planner season. Like Mm -hmm. nothing ever quite goes as planned. It can be exhausting, but it's also like really exhilarating. Yes. And like, I love feeling like a master problem solver. And today was one of those days. I was back here ready to record with you in an hour and a half. Boom. I know. When you texted me that because we were supposed to record earlier and then you were like, I'm going to be on by noon. I was like, okay, Wonder Woman. Okay. That is my name now. So (laughs) just wanted to let you know. That's amazing. uh, And speaking of exercise, like I got all of my weightlifting in today because I was... Slinging planner boxes left and amazing. right. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be looking like Taylor Swift in no time. No time at all. <laughs> no time at all. Yeah. Yeah. What else is new with you aside from Taylor Swift? Well, there has been a major change in my life. I made a really big decision, which mm-hmm. was, you might remember that I had swapped out my shower curtain. Oh, I do. Yes. For a bright yellow um uh, well, not, not bright mustard, mustard yellow, and it had three jellyfish on it. I think it was too much, Brooke. It was too much. Mm. I took the time. I lived with it. I, I absorbed it, and I've gone back to my white, sort of country, shabby, chic kind of look. Okay, it's feeling much more visually appealing, much more calming aesthetically. Okay, and um, I'm feeling really happy about the change. That's good. You know, I saw this in our notes. It just says major change in my life. I did that on purpose. I know you did. I did that on purpose because I really wanted you to be curious about what it was. You know, I love it when you tease like that. (laughs) So I'm glad glad to hear it's nothing like life altering. I mean, it is. Frightening way, but it is life altering. Yeah. 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 So I just wanted to make sure that I updated you about that because I know that shower curtains is like a big, a big thing. It's another hobby for me. (laughs) I enjoy seeking them out. See, and I prefer like the quirkier, the better, Mm -hmm. but now you've learned that the simpler, the shabbier, the chic, the better. That's what I've learned. I've learned that I want my, I like my bedroom and my bathroom to feel calm. I feel like I can experiment with a little bit more colors and like that sort of things. You know, I have kind of a little bit of an eclectic, like my living room is kind of eclectic, but like in the bedroom and the bathroom, I want it to be calm. I want it to be minimalist. Okie dokie. Okay. The last thing I have to tell you about before the break is, oh my gosh, this Dr. Sheila um, say more. Oh Wait. my gosh. 
Yeah, you're looking at me like, what are you talking about? I'm well, saying it right. Like, say more with Doctor Sheila. With Doctor Sheila, right? Is that it? Yes. Yeah, the podcast. I know. I just again, I saw. Yes, <laughs> our notes just say OMG Sheila, and I'm like, who's Sheila? So anyway, I'm like, getting it wrong. I looked really so. Confused. Oh my god. So okay. So on our last episode. Was it the last episode? Brooke recommended this Say More with Dr. Sheila um, with Amy Poehler, which is sort of this improv podcast. And I listened to it and it is hysterical. Were you not crying laughing? I'm not going to give any spoilers, but Chris Parnell on that first episode. (laughs) And then what I love about it is like later towards the end of the episode, they play kind of their outtakes of them (laughs) cracking up while he's saying these things that are so off the wall. It's so ridiculous. It's amazing. It's so ridiculous um, and a lot of fun. So I only made it through one episode, but I can't wait to just keep listening. Go for it. Yeah. So I, I really feel like I'm channeling this week between seeing Taylor and listening to this podcast because you know my other two if I could have been something else in my life, I would have liked to have been a backup dancer mm-hmm. or a comedian. I only and, let, giggle at the backup dancer thing because like I've never known you to be a dancer. No, because I haven't let that part of myself out. Okay. okay. But she's in so, there? It's in there. It's dormant. Like, so I actually had a question for you because I found myself at the, in the movie really paying a lot of attention to the backup dancers. I'm always paying a lot of attention to the backup dancers. I want to know them. I want to know who they are. I want to know their background. And I do picture them. I picture them walking through a rough New York City street. And I picture them with their sweatshirt hanging off their shoulder and they have leg warmers on and they're sweaty. And um, it's a very like a flash dance thing. And like, um, I, I picture them doing that, that that being them, their life. And I picture me doing that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just feel like listening to Amy Poehler and then watching these big back, backup dancers, I'm like, you know, they're doing it. They're doing it. It's dormant inside of me. The ship has sailed. Um, but it's inspiring. Why mm-hmm. has the ship sailed? Just because it's dormant inside of you doesn't mean I mean, I think 40 something backup dancers are in high demand. I you know, I did think a few of her backup dancers looked on the older side. I actually really yeah. kind of appreciated that. I loved that they were all different like shapes and sizes and they yes. all had very different looks and like it just yes, I think they were different age ranges. Yes. The whole I mean, the thing about Taylor Swift, I'm sorry I keep talking about her. Everything that Taylor does is like very well thought out and calculated. So I'm sure Mm -hmm. she said like, I want dancers who don't all look like me or don't all look, you know, like skinny, supermodel looking dancers, which are fine if that's someone's look. But I love that it's just so much variety, so much like you can see the different personalities in the different dancers. Like the one yes. guy, Cam, who now has yeah. this huge cult following, mm. he's amazing. And he mm-hmm. did the like ever during um, We Are Never Ever Getting Back yes. Together. Yes. Yeah. I just – so you know it's it was calculated and well thought out. But like who knows? We could have futures as Taylor's backup dancers. You just don't I think my know. future right now is like Paige's backup dancer. Paige's backup probably. dancer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I ha- She has told me that I am the dance – um, coach 
for the school variety show for her and her friends. They're going to be doing this. It's not until April or May, but they have started working on it. And I have been designated the dance coach, which, you know. That'll be fine. I do have a past as a both dancer and I choreographed a production of Cabaret when I was in college. (laughs) There you go. I don't know if it, have I ever talked about this on the podcast? No. Okay. That'll be a story for another day. Okay. It's a long story. I'm ready for that story. Okay. I'm excited to see this choreography. I think you're the right person for the job. Okay. And um, and then yeah. I can teach you and then we can go out on the road and, you know. Right. Yeah. That's that's definitely the natural progression. Of well, because we need more to do. We don't have enough businesses. <laughs> I need to get on the road. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Indigo Girls need some backup dancers. We could do a lot of pointing. Yes, we are excellent pointers. Point at them, point at each other, <laughs> sing along, harmonize. Oh my God. It's in our future. All right. Well, I'm going to take a break and dream a little bit more about me walking down a New York street in leg warmers. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. We'll be back in a minute. We'll be back. Brooke, I will never forget the moment when I received the email that Marie Kondo was going to start training consultants. I could not sign up fast enough. That was seven years ago, and it's been an amazing adventure ever since. Now our listeners can put their passion to work by becoming certified KonMari consultants too. While courses have wrapped for 2023, new course dates and offerings are in the works for 2024 and beyond. The best way to stay in the know is by signing up for the Consultant Program Newsletter. Be the first to hear about new course dates, what to expect when you join the program, updates on consultants and instructors. They might even get me as an instructor, Brooke, and more. Head over to KonMari.is slash goodenoughish to sign up and stay connected to all things consulting. That's KonMari.is slash goodenoughish for more details. Get ready to spark joy while living your best life as a KonMari consultant. We are back. We are. Greetings. Greetings. I took my leg warmers off. Mm. I'm ready to step into my current role. Time to hang up the leg warmers (laughs) just for now. (sighs) Oh my God. The dreams. Okay. We're going to talk about something that's so not sexy compared to leg warmers walking sweaty down a New York street. It's not this. (laughs) We're going to talk about cleaning. Yay. So glamorous. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this was because we used to get our home cleaned once a month. Yeah. And because we're still adjusting to this sort of bigger house and all of the expenses that come with having a bigger house, I'm trying to trim here and there. And so I decided to experiment with not having the cleaners and having us do it Mm -hmm. because Isabel's getting old enough now that she can help out more and things like that. So I was excited to return to Clean Mama, the Clean Mama methodology, which you actually introduced me to years ago. Look at me. Look at you. Just You were just sharing nuggets before the microphone was even turned on. <laughs> sharing <laughs> nuggets. That's what me and B, um, Beatrice um, call them, nuggets mm-hmm. of wisdom. So, yeah. so for those of you that aren't familiar with Clean Mama... Um, she's a really good follow on Instagram because she's very like, I actually haven't followed her in a while on there, seen her post, but at least she used to every day would be sort of like Monday is this day, Tuesday is this day. So the idea is that every day you do a little bit of 
maintenance, you know, so that might be clearing off the clutter, just wiping down the counters, you know, a quick sweep of the floor or quick like swiffer of the floor. And then every day there's like one additional task that you do. So like, okay, I'm looking at, I'm trying to talk into my microphone and look at, okay. So like today, for example, is bathrooms. Tuesday is dust. Wednesday is vacuum. Thursday is wash the floors. I'm probably not going to wash my floors. No, um, I don't like to do that. I don't. That's like shot. I don't know why um, we're whispering. <laughs> Friday is catch all, so it's basically like do whatever you haven't gotten done that week. Saturday is sheets and towels, and then Sundays you still do kind of your daily keep, keep up, but it's sort of a rest day. Um, I've also changed, I think instead of wash floors or on Sunday, instead of that actually being a rest day, I think I'm going to have it be like a declutter or organize one space day. Mm. Because for example, like I am starting to do more baking and like my baking shelf in my pantry is a mess. Ooh, I'm excited that you're doing more baking. You haven't told me Yes. That. Yes. I made gingerbread pancakes over the weekend. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> I can give you the recipe. I'm not sure I would recommend oh. this particular recipe, okay. but I so do we recommend them, but we didn't like them. Uh, right. Okay. I rec- yeah, I like the concept, not sure that I like the way that they turned out. Okay. Anywho, so I just wanted to kind of circle back Brooke and talk about cleaning because I am liking so far the bite-sizedness yeah. of the clean mama because I feel like the whole, you know, we talk about a lot about how big things are overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So like cleaning the house is not a task. That is a huge project. Right. But like cleaning the bathroom is a bite-sized manageable thing that I can do. So it's very ironic that I am the one who shared Clean Mama with you years ago because <laughs> I do not follow her system, which seems totally reasonable. And I should, mm. but I just don't. And mm-hmm. so- I don't know. I just, I've had such this like block mm. of just getting myself in a really good routine with cleaning. I think mm. part of it, I mean, yeah, I don't know what it is. I just have such a hard time like committing to it. Even though, yeah. I mean, I created a planner that has space for every day, like what I should be doing with my home. And it would be so easy to take that clean mama calendar mm. and, or, you know, her suggestions or just the idea of that built-in structure and mm-hmm. go through my planner and pre-plan, I think things just still feel so in flux sometimes. Mm. Like Wednesdays and Thursdays are super busy with kid activities. So once I pick the kids up from school, like I am the taxi driver mm-hmm. and the early dinner maker and all of the things for like several hours. Mm-hmm. So those days are harder for me to do like the, a lot of the afternoon and evening pickup in terms of like the clutter and the whatever. Mm -hmm. And like, we only have one bathroom. I should have a day that I'm cleaning the bathroom. I don't know. So Mm. part of it for me is just getting over this block and, and building in the fact that like, okay, maybe Wednesday and Thursday are not laundry days. They're the days that I skip trying to do any laundry because it's just too hectic. Those are the days that I don't build in like the regular um, one overarching project, like Mm -hmm. vacuum the whole house, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know. I think I've just had trouble 
readjusting to the fact that it feels like our lives kind of change every couple of months. Right. It's like a choose every day is kind of like a choose your own adventure and you can't. Yeah. And And that's how I feel a lot about like exercising and walking the dog. I know what I need to do, but I don't necessarily know when I'm actually going to do it. Yeah. And Nick works from home like two days a week now, but those two days change every week. So I almost need like a little magnet calendar that I can just, because you know me, I need it visual. Yes. I need it pretty. And I need it in my face to like constantly remind me like, hey, you, like you haven't cleaned the bathroom in a while. Like you should do that. Um, Because then otherwise on Sunday, I'm like, okay, I need to do these 17 things. And like you guys get up off the couch and do this when everyone's like, isn't this our day of rest? Right. And that's the way she's kind of designed the calendar to be the day of rest. So these are the couple things that I'm I'm thinking about. First, I do appreciate that it's very good enough-ish in the sense like she's talking about like 15 minutes a day. So basically like spend 15 minutes cleaning your bathroom, not the day. And so it's very good enough-ish. And the thing that's nice about it is that if you actually clean your bathroom for 15 minutes a day every week, your bathroom's not going to get that grimy. You know what I mean? So it's like you're actually kind of keeping up with it. So that's what I'm trying to do too, of not treating it like, oh, I got to clean the bathrooms. It's like, okay, I'm going to like swish the toilet brush around. I'm going to wipe down the, and I, and then we're going to call it a day. Yeah. And it's going to be super good enough-ish. So that so far has been helpful. What I was going to say too, is that I am making it very visual. So I've got my calendar right here. And then I also printed out, you know how you have those like that hundred rejections that you did kind of thing? I found this really cool site on Etsy that has lots of cool templates for like 30-day challenge, 60-day challenge, 90-day challenge. And so I'm actually creating a 30-day challenge to myself of can I do clean mama every day and I'm writing it up there and I'm giving myself a treat, Brooke. Of course you are. You need, you're an accountability kind of gal. Yeah. So I think this is maybe, I think this treat is a little too high profile. I think I might, I think this treat is too much. What is the treat? But if I do clean mama for 30 days, I'm going to get myself a new Dyson vacuum cleaner. Wow. But I think that's too much. I think, (laughs) I think I need to do like my 90 days to get there. I think for maybe my 30 days, I would like a little bench in my entryway for like shoes and things like that. Maybe I, and I do have a couple gift cards and things like that to Marshall's. So maybe my little treat, if I do clean mama for 30 days, will be a little bench from home goods. I like it. It's a little Mm -hmm. extra motivation. Yeah. For yourself. Okay. Yeah. I think one of the things also that is hard for me is that like, I know I should be doing more deep cleaning a couple times a year and I get stuck in the minutia. Like I will be going around dusting everything, you know, taking whatever, like you said, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, mm-hmm. just do dusting surfaces in my house. That's not that hard. It's under 1200 mm-hmm. square feet, but then I'll see, Oh, I really need to deep clean that. Yes. I really need to like get all the stuff out from under the beds in the rooms. And and then I'm like, well, I could just do that now. (laughs) Right. So I get very easily distracted by the little bits of deep cleaning that can be done in individual spaces because I just have not had the capacity to do like a full day of deep cleaning each Mm -hmm. season. And so then I try to wiggle it into my schedule you know, regularly. And then it just detracts from like the little 
upkeep. I don't know, man. I know. (laughs) It's hard. It is hard, but it's very, like, it's funny. I actually, I don't, I have a very high tolerance for my house being slightly dirty. I I like my house to be tidy, Yes, but I don't mind if it's not super clean. Isn't that funny? Like a pile will drive me crazy. The couch not being like, not having its four pillows in their designated locations. Correct. Like that drives me crazy. I do that multiple times a day every time someone stands mm-hmm. up and messes mm-hmm. up the pillows. Mm-hmm. But there is definitely enough crumb. There are definitely enough crumbs on my floor right now from where mm-hmm. I sit mm-hmm. that it should bother me, but mm-hmm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. I think the other thing that I'm learning too is that I need tools that spark joy. Yeah. Hence the Dyson. You know, I have a Dyson. It's probably. I don't know, eight years old or something like that. And so, you know, it's kind of like on its last leg and it doesn't last very long. Um, but like just even just stuff like I was looking on Target last night and Everspring, I think is the name of that brand. One of those pretty, it's kind of like Method. It's okay. called Everspring. Anyway, that sounds like right. they have really beautiful microfiber cloths that are lovely. <laughs> and like the Method stuff that smells so good. Like, so just kind of reacquainting myself with my lovely little tools. Reacquainting, reacquainting myself. But I think I might see so part of it. So part of this is where I start to get on slippery slope though. Cause I'm yeah. like, oh, well I'm saving all of this money by not having the cleaners come so I can buy myself some nice new cleaning products and throw out all of my old mat unmatching microfiber cloths. But then I'm like, do I really need right. matching microfiber cloths? But I would argue, Brooke, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. If that if that argument <laughs> is the hill you're gonna die on, then I'll let I'll I'll let that happen, Amanda. I think I argue yes. Yeah. I mean, something else that I also struggle with is that, you know, I do try to get family participation. I have like our little, you know, I have my whiteboard that is I've been super on top of keeping it organized. It's been great. The with he- the meals, you're so organized. I'm trying yes. to be organized with meals. Um I'm more, the dinners don't always stick because like a lot of nights I'll be like, you know what guys, we have enough leftovers that like, I'm not going to make this thing that I have on the schedule, but the whiteboard has been super helpful for the kids knowing what day it is in the 12 day cycle at school, what the school lunch is. Cause they used to constantly ask me and I was like, Oh, I need to just write this down somewhere. Yeah. I've been really on top of that. And they have become really dependent on it. So I Mm -hmm. also wrote like, Hey, on Sunday, make sure you've each tidied up your room. Graham mm. has taken out the garbage. You know, I have like everybody's little list of things that they're I need helping that. with. I need that. But the the thing is that I'm struggling with, and maybe this is just how it is, is that Paige is seven mm. and Graham is 11. And so at the moment, he has a bit more responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I start to feel bad that I'm asking him for too much help because he is such a helpful kid. He loves having jobs, but also like sometimes I just, I feel like I'm asking too much of Graham. So the places where I know he's willing and able to help, I don't want him to feel resentful because Paige can't do as much or she needs more handholding. So then I'm like, well, I'm not going to ask him to do this. I'm just going to do it myself. Mm to save the sibling drama. But then I'm like, it is, it, it, I don't know. I'm just, I'm struggling with where to, where to delegate. 
Yeah, maybe he does more chores, but it's more allowance or something. I know. I'm not great at allowance either. I know, me neither. I str- ugh, that, that I needs know. to be a whole other topic. I know. Because it's know. like you're not going to get paid for the stuff that should be expected of you in terms of living in this house, but also you need to learn how to handle money and manage money. And I never have cash, and so I'm putting together a little spreadsheet of like, oh, this is how much – hypothetical allowance you have whatever Did we talk about the green light yet we we need to make this another topic but i have the green light card we I need know, to talk then about doesn't it doesn't that come with like another expense and yes like, yes yes okay we're gonna talk okay don't stress out we're gonna talk <laughs> it's about all it too hard i know we're gonna talk about it another time okay. i think i don't give isabel enough responsibility i think <sighs> i need to give her much more responsibility she seems to get a kick out of trash she really likes <laughs> taking out all of our little trash cans upstairs that okay. we have all over the place. She's enjoying that. Oh my gosh, Grandma's um, so dramatic about it. Both of my kids seem to have like a gag reflex when it comes to like smells. Yes. So Graham will take out the trash twice a week, but he'll like, I'm like, do you need me to get you a gas mask? Because he he pulls up the shirt over his mouth and he's like, Ooh. he's like making sounds. I'm like, listen, buddy. <laughs> like, right. Like, it's okay. too much. Right. So yeah, um, she, she's decided she wants it to be broken down a bit. She likes this broken down a little bit because what I was asking her to do was, you know, take all the trash out, put it in a bigger trash bag because there's our little tiny trash bags that she's taking put it in a bigger trash bag and then replace all of the little trash bags with fresh trash bags that was too much Mm. she's like mom what i'll do is i'll take out the trash you put the new bags in and she's like and then dad takes out the weekly trash so i was like okay so that's what i'm learning from her a little bit that we need to kind of break things down a little bit but even like for example one of the things on the clean mama is to just wipe down the bathroom sink Every day, she can do that. I yeah. have a little microfiber cloth that hangs there. She can do it. Does she do it? Not so much. So that, yeah. that's, you know, that's something I need to work on too is like how can I delegate more? Yeah, delegate more in an age-appropriate way that if there's more than one kid, you're not creating um, – you know, resentment because the older kid happens to get more and it's it's harder for them to, you know, be okay with that just because they're older that they get more responsibility. So just trying yeah. to figure that out. But yeah, like yeah. I said, well, that's a whole other episode. But <laughs> And also just knowing how how clean do my kids' rooms really need to be? Not really that clean at all. No? I don't think so. I did I tell you about the Halloween costume that I saw that was like my teenager's room? Oh, that's I, amazing. Yeah, I think we talked about that, right? Like no. she had like a Dorito bag sticking <laughs> off of her head and like a prime bottle like on her shoulder and like all this kind of stuff. It was hysterical. That's genius. I, think, I know it was so good. Um Isabel lately has become much more as she enters sort of the tween age. She wants her room to look really nice, which is okay. a nice change for me. But I've even just learned the the stupidest things like I gave her a laundry basket that has a lid on it that ain't going to work. No. I, nope. Because she needs to be able to toss it right in. So lid comes off. Okay. You know, that sort of things. But I think most people in general ignore their kids' rooms. And (laughs) when you ask them to clean it, the last thing that you should say to them is clean your room because that doesn't mean anything to them. Yeah. Like it has to be like, throw away the trash, put your dirty laundry in the basket, hang your clothes. Like clean your room means nothing to a kid. Clean your room doesn't mean shove all of the (laughs) miscellaneous Legos into one larger Lego pile 
that <laughs> is still a mess and makes me unable to vacuum. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, I know. Mm-hmm. I have trouble like I mean, a lot of times I will just say like you really can't have a friend over until you take care of your room, but I would love to be in a more regular routine with just like the general making sure there's not random stuff on the floor, but also being okay with them having a friend over and it not being perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Isabel learns her lesson because any random thing that's left on the floor gets eaten by Junebug. There you go. So including Apple pencils, including, you know. Mm -hmm. retainers including $400 retainers including all of those things (laughs) okay (laughs) children and cleaning is another another yeah thing for sure um, okay so we'll check in next week because as you know with me um the excitement early on is quite high I know um when a new when a new process is starting excitement for clean mama is high Will it be sustained through next week when we record again? I'm not sure, Brooke, but right it's now it's anyone's guess. It's anyone's guess. But I've got this challenge up here, the 30 day challenge. And I actually do, you know what? I'm going to say I'm going to give myself that Dyson because probably around the time that I'm getting close to that 30 days, there's going to be Black Friday sales happening. And I deserve it, Brooke. I saw you justify your way into this, <laughs> and I will enable you. I will, I will be your enabler. Yes. Okay. And I'm going to get the freaking matching microfiber cloths. Look too. at you. See, wow, so quickly. We went from no Dyson, <laughs> no microfiber to we're doing it all because of Black Friday and it would be irresponsible to not. And we must remember that the whole point of me doing all of this in the first place was to save, save money. money. Yeah. Yet I am going to spend. Okay. Let's not get too much into the details. Oh, uh, okay. Let's just focus on the spirit. Okay. spirit. Yeah. All right. And since this time of year is like my super busy planner season, I think I'm going to jump on this bandwagon with you and maybe like, so are you doing your 15 minutes of each thing at a set time each day or is it just by the end of the day you have to do it? No, I'm going to kind of say like by the end of the day, like I might even incorporate them as like movement breaks into my work day. Mm-hmm. So like my office is right next to the bathroom and we have a pretty small bathroom. So like I think think I can easily wipe the window, swish the toilet, wipe down the da-da-da. And like floors is not included in the bathroom because I think floors is a different day. So that's it's kind like of a nice little all-encompassing treat. floor day. Correct. Which I don't think right. Send me your list. Much. Send me your yeah. challenge. Oh, maybe we could do it in the Facebook group. See if anybody wants to do it with us. This that month. sounds perfect. Okay. And Stay. then we'll all justify your Dyson together. Yes. Yes. Wouldn't it be so fun? All right. That'll be fun. Let's do it. Okay. All right, well, we'll take a little break and we'll be back. Okay. Hey, listeners, Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We are back. We are. And Amanda, I cannot wait to hear what is sparking joy for you today. We, I feel very domestic in these conversations today. Aside from the whole Taylor Swift thing, 
We just talked about cleaning, and now both of our our things in this last segment are a little... A little domestic. domestic. Yeah, tell me about it. I mean, I do feel like this is a season that begins like a season of a bit of nesting for me. Totally. Totally. It's dark at like three in the afternoon. Thank God it's not so dark in the morning anymore. Jeez, (sighs) manis. You like daylight savings time? Yeah. Because it's not so dark in the morning anymore. But now it's dark at 5 p.m. That's fine with me. I want to be in my pajamas at 5 p.m. That it's totally fine with me. I but mean, I do I want, not want to wake up in the pitch black. But I want to be in my pajamas at 5, but I can't be. Why not? Because my kids have places to be. And also now they can't really play outside. And it's, I mean, they can play outside, but it's darker earlier. And I'm pro, I'm pro daylight savings. Pro, oh, pro. Well, this I'm sorry. This is our last episode. <laughs> I can't. And we can't that, do this anymore. People was the end of good enough. That concludes good enough ish because this is a major disagreement that I can't get over. God. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. No. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. Okay. So speaking of the seasons, last week was the first time that I ran out of the house with like seconds to go before I was late for where I was going, only to find out that my car was completely covered in frost and ice. Mm-hmm. So that initiated the whole, where is my scraper? Is it in the car? Is it in the garage? And so they they were in the garage. There were three of them. First scraper that I tried, terrible. I I think I threw it in the woods and cursed. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kind. I did curse, but I didn't throw it in the woods. Okay. Second scraper, terrible. Third scraper, success. But it led me to believe that like I I need, uh, clearly we need to reinvest in some nice, windshield scrapers. What are they called? I don't know. I'm just calling them the scrapers. I think it's just a scraper. Okay. So the first place that I go typically is, I actually don't think that I put in wire cutter, but I think I just Googled like best car scraper, windshield scraper. Mm -hmm. And it inevitably will take me to the New York Times wire cutter where they say, you know, we've tested all these different scrapers and this is the one that we recommend. I usually look no further if it's in my price point, I just say click submit buy. Yeah. I'm tired of researching these days, so I'm like, no. yep, you say it's good, fine, fine, fine. New York Times, good you know, you spent 26 hours testing a scraper. That's good enough for me. So I can't vouch for this particular car scraper yet, Brooke, because it hasn't arrived. But I did order two, and they should be on my doorstep any minute. Um, so I will check back in. But I'm excited to have very efficient car scraping. When I told Fernando I was going to be talking about this today, he told me the most hysterical story, which was that his uncle in Chile, who is a physicist, by the way, that's relevant to the story, mm-hmm. decided that it would be it would be smart, like back in the 70s or whatever, to just sprinkle a little bit of not boiling, but warm water. I know your face is like on the, you know, to kind of melt it or whatever, he ended up one day shattering his entire windshield. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a really good way to (laughs) shock the glass. Right, because it was like a, I know, that's why this is an important detail that he's a physicist, um, that like, duh. And so he ended up, and this was like in the 70s, he had like a little Italian Fiat, his very first car. And um so, you know, the glass didn't have the technology that it did today. So it basically blew up his windshield and he had to drive to work without a windshield. Because <laughs> he still had to go to work. That's so, amazing. Yeah. So this makes a lot more sense now that you're telling this story. <laughs> I just have to say, 
in our notes, you put F told me story of psychicist. <laughs> and I was like, what's a psychicist? <laughs> I'm looking at that now. And that was one of those times where you're like, I don't know how to spell physicist and I don't care. Like, I know that sometimes we have typos and I can usually speak Amanda. I can usually figure out what you're trying to say. I did not understand this one. So this makes a whole lot more sense And to make now. it even worse, Brooke, it goes on to say, had to go to work sin parabrisas. <laughs> I so assumed I, that that was Spanish. So then I just switched from English because I didn't know how to say without a windshield. At that particular <laughs> moment, I didn't know how to say without a windshield in um, English. <laughs> Wow. That's my friend, Nicole, who lives in Austria. Sometimes like, you know, she's lived there for, which is crazy. She's been there for like 20 years now mm. and she'll come home and be like, I forget how to say this yes. thing in English. You and know, she'll try to explain it to me. And I'm like, like trunk of car. And she's like, yes, <laughs> trunk. And, you know, just, she can't, I she know. can't remember certain things. So, but you there live in America, of, and you I know forgot there, to. It's fine. There is a lot of Spanglish in, in my life. I love it. Um, so that's what's sparking joy for me right now, Brooke. I mean, I we're talking it. cleaning, we're talking car scrapers. It's it's real, you know, it's sexy stuff over here. It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what um, are you doing to do your future self a favor? <laughs> so, speaking of sexy, <laughs> this I don't know what is wrong with us today. Um, we're literally crying. Like we're wiping I'm tears crying. away. It's just, it's, this is all so ridiculous. That's what I love about our podcast. We can just find things to talk about in every category. Okay. So do your future self a favor. So yeah. this, and I've now, so, okay. Kitchen shears. That's, okay. get Skip some kitchen shears if you okay. don't have them. Okay. I'm going to take it back a little bit. Like, and I asked you this, growing up, did you have like kitchen shears, like mm -hmm. stored with your family, like knives, like we mm -hmm. have Cutco knives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And part of that set, like the knife mm -hmm. block where we keep all of our really good knives mm -hmm. are kitchen shears. Mm -hmm. I did not know that those were a thing before we got married and registered for our, or like my mother-in-law bought us these beautiful knives. I don't know. Kitchen shears. I didn't, I don't were they know. A thing? I think, I think they were, I don't know if we had a knife block. I don't remember a knife block. I have one in my kitchen now, but I don't know if we had a knife block in my kitchen. And if we I didn't, don't think yeah, I we think didn't we have a knife block. Them. I think we had knives in the drawers and I think there were scissors in the drawers, whether they were technically kitchen shears, I am not sure. So, like Nick gets them out sometimes and uses them in a way that like I would use a knife. And at first I always thought it was really weird. Mhm. Mm like, why would you use scissors for that? But then I realized, I'm like, oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. And it mm -hmm. looks kind of goofy at first, mm -hmm. but because I wasn't used to it. Mm -hmm. I, one time at our favorite pizza place during Dining Under the Stars in the summer. So, you know, you can see a lot of families dining out. Mm -hmm. This woman got out a pair of kitchen shears. And rather than like, you know, a kid that either doesn't know how to eat like a slice of pizza holding it the right way or insist mm -hmm. that the pieces be cut. You you could oftentimes see a mother like, or father mm -hmm. with, mm -hmm. or whoever, <laughs> trying to be inclusive here. <laughs> this story is getting somewhere, I swear. <laughs> Instead of like sitting there with a plastic fork and knife, which are garbage and impossible mm -hmm. to cut, mm -hmm. I saw her whip out her kitchen shears and she's cutting the pizza into wow. little pizzas little pieces for this child. And I was like, 
That's genius. Well, also, like, you know that I pride myself again, like we've talked about this before, on being the hero. Right. Yes, yes, I have the Band-Aid. Yes, I have the emergency charger. What was the thing I was talking about the other day that I was a hero about? I don't even remember. Band-Aids again, I think. You're just really proud of that, that Costco but, um, incident. Yeah. But, uh, I want to know what else she's got in her purse because if she's so got kitchen shears in there, she's got a lot of other really useful things. Right. I mean, she definitely had the forethought to be like, I can't stand using this garbage plastic knife that hardly, you know, hardly works mm. and my kid is whining and whatever. Like, I love the fact that she brought them with her. I do have so many questions. Does she I, always have them? Yes. Are they a second pair of kitchen shears that does, live? Does she have them in a sheath, which is that thing, Brooke, the sleeve that you put the, like, because you don't want to just have kitchen shears just rolling around in your bag. That's dangerous. Right. right. And I'm assuming it was like a diaper bag, you know, with the, all the mm-hmm. mom tricks, which like I haven't carried a diaper bag for years now, but I was like, mm-hmm. that is genius. And it just reminded me of the fact that like, Either kitchen shears were not as popular in the 80s growing mm. up, or they just we just didn't have them in my house. And so I just felt like maybe there were other people who yeah. don't make use of their kitchen shears as a knife replacement for convenience. Yeah. So do your future I self had, a favor. Get some yeah. get some kitchen shears. Get some just do it, guys. Just okay. Do just it. stop questioning your life and yeah. get kitchen shears. So I had a kitchen shears aha moment once, which was a friend of mine was making rice and she used her kitchen shears to chop up, I think it was cilantro. And mm. she was she had the the bunch of cilantro and she was just snipping it, Brooke, with the kitchen shears. Mind-boggling. And then she threw in a little bit of garlic and some tomatoes and all of a sudden we had that. And she didn't have to untake, she didn't have to take the rubber band off of the bunch. I mean, life-changing stuff. Also, a great way to get your kids involved in prepping Mm -hmm. food. But if you're still a little nervous about them having Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. like wielding a knife and you don't have those kid safe knives, just being like, cut Cut yes. the spices. Oh my god! Yeah, Cut the herbs. I, the herbs. <sighs> well, wow. we've changed lives. Exhilarating. Today. We've changed lives today. We have. And one episode at a time. I'm just going to drop my microphone right now. And although I can, Fernando would get super mad if I yeah, dropped. Yeah, they're expensive. Don't they are. <laughs> but we've changed lives, and that feels really good. It does. This <laughs> was a real joy. It was a joy. I loved and it. Now I have to go back to like answering emails. That's annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Well, everybody, tell us, will you join us on the Facebook group for our challenge? It's not going to be like an official November challenge, but like a 30-day challenge kind of thing. Yeah. You know? And don't forget, like, we love getting your texts and emails and voicemails. So just like hit us up. Tell us all the things, whether it's about kitchen shears or a scraper or a funny story. Gosh, yes. And also, Brooke, for don't you. forget about our merch. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking, should we have a little Black Friday sale for the merch? Oh, maybe we will. Maybe I'll finally get some new merch live, as I've been promising for like months now. Yeah. We're going to get a little Black Friday sale going for the merch. So don't okay. forget about that. If you, um, you know, want some little merch under the tree, then make, tell, tell, tell people in your lives, tell the little elves in your lives um, to shop there. And also our Patreon. Patreon.com slash good enoughish. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get a discount code for Mm -hmm. our shop. So maybe in addition to the Black Friday sale, you can see more. And also tell us what merch you want. Yes. Like 
I can what do you want? anything, people. She can literally slap that a cute little phrase on anything. Yeah. Do you want it to be about kitchen shears? I can make that happen <laughs> for you. They're like, um, no. <laughs> okay. It's time to say goodbye. It's time. All right, everybody. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.